My guest heard from God on how you can be fearless and successful in the perilous times we're coming into. I want you to get this revelation. Is there a supernatural dimension? A world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. I have such a desire for you to be mentored in such a way that you fulfill the destiny that God has on your life. You know, you are special. And I am speaking to you as an individual right now. And there's something that God wants you to do that is so unique. No one on the face of this earth can do it like you can do it. And my guest has a shepherd's heart. And he's going to help you fulfill your destiny because of a vision that he had that if you can get rid of these two things that are stopping you from fulfilling your destiny, nothing will get in the way. And after all, that's what you were created for. Now, Steve, I'm looking at you right now, and, and uh, you certainly don't look like someone that was uh, an addict for a number of years. Um, why'd you become an addict uh, if you look at the reasons? You know, the biggest reason was I always felt so insecure. I felt so um, a failure. I felt like I was the outcast. I was the one that didn't seem to fit in with everybody else. And so in order to try to fit in, I started doing drugs because I could find that was a crowd that accepted me supposedly as I was. Well, before long, that thing took over my life. Drugs, alcohol. I used every kind of thing you can imagine outside of needles because I was afraid mm -hmm. of needles. And it was just tormenting my life. Five years, and I started dealing. I was stealing from family and friends. It was absolutely wrecking my you life. You know, I hear stories about people that are addicts that steal from family and friends. Uh, did they bother you, or, or you were you had such a, a a need for the drug that it overpowered everything? Absolutely, that's exactly what it did. In fact, it felt like I had no conscience at all, uh, no sensitivity to what was right and wrong. It was all about me. It was all about myself, and it was the trap of the enemy. And then I, I, I got invited to a campus meeting, uh, a university campus in California, and I got invited to this campus meeting, and I, I was new in this town, so I actually wanted to go find people to do drugs with, because I found out that if you go to a, a congregation and kind of hang out around the back, especially young people, you often can find the people that are not committed to serving God. They're, they're partiers and stuff, and so that's why I went to the meeting. Well, when I was went to the meeting, the preacher got up and he began to quote from scriptures and he quoted like 35 scriptures in a row about what the Word of God is. And it started impacting my life in a tremendous way. And something happened that night, Sid, that just revolutionized my life. You know, I've, I've heard about that, what happened to you. 
and I really want to understand this. I mean, here you are, really going to a, me a religious meeting right. uh, because you're interested in meeting some girls. <laughs> and I don't understand how you got caught up in this. Explain. Well, you know, I mean, it, it, God has a way of setting you up and bringing you to himself you know that's what I was going for to find friends and find people uh, looking for in fact I was actually making comments to some of the other people there about the nice looking girls <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but uh, it really grabbed a hold of me there's something that was pulling me and I, I, I felt like well I just need to go to this meeting you know and that's what I thought I had an agenda but God has a way of drawing us to himself even when we don't realize it and so I got to this meeting and this guy started preaching and, uh, and quoting scriptures and all of a sudden it was hitting me and my, it, something inside was saying, this is real. This is not phony or fake, this is real. And uh, uh, he asked people if they wanted to give their life to Jesus to raise their hand. And I put my hands under my legs and said, I'm not going to do anything like that. And he called some people forward and four people went down there. The first guy was... Uh, uh, very what we would call a nerd, very nerdy looking. And I kind of looked at him and I thought, well, I can understand why this guy needs God. And the next two people went down were average people. But the fourth guy that went down, Sid, was a football player, good looking guy, perfect body. He had all the girls. It, clearly, he had, he had money, he had talent, he had the body. Everything that I thought would make me feel valuable, everything I thought would make me mm -hmm. successful, this guy had. And I couldn't understand why was he going down front? I understand the nerd. But why was he going down front? Well, then the preacher began to, he prayed a prayer with all of them, and then he began to lay hands on them. And one by one, they started falling to the ground. I'd never seen anything like this. I literally stood up in the meeting and I said, no way, they're passing out. <laughs> and then he went to the fourth guy, he went to the football player, and he prayed for him. And Sid, he began to cry like a little baby. He began to just bawl, and I thought to myself, wait a minute, jocks like this don't cry about God in front of 300 of their fellow students. And all of a sudden, a reality hit me, this is real. And my hands began to shake, and, and a tingling went up and down my arms and up and down my legs. And uh, uh, people sit there and say, well, what happened to you? I said, I got mugged by the Holy, Holy Ghost, you know. It was a presence of God that came on me. Uh, were you taking drugs at the time? Uh, I had, not that night, but I had been... I mean, I, because it sounds like maybe it was a reaction from drugs. No, I was clean and sober as all get up. Okay. And I had done every kind of drug, but I had never felt anything like this. And so uh, the preacher went on praying for people, moving in the supernatural gifts of God, words of knowledge and words of wisdom. He understood things about people that, that I didn't know. How does he know these things about them? After 40 minutes of that, I bowed my head, closed my eyes, I said, God, if this is really you, if this is not phony or fake, if this is really you, have that preacher call me out of the audience. Sid, within 30 seconds. How, he, how many people were in the 300, audience? 300. 300 students. Okay. Within 30, less than 30 seconds, he pointed his finger right at me and said, young man, the Lord uh, is after you. I tell you, my jaw hit the floor. I didn't even ask the people to move aside. I, I was in a slanted lecture hall. I started climbing over rows of chairs to get down there. <laughs> And he said, do you want to give your life to Jesus? And I was, I was afraid. I said, I'm scared. He calmed me down. He asked me again, do you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ? And I said, yes, I do. And I prayed a prayer. I surrendered my life. And all of a sudden, a power, when he started praying for me, he said, Jesus, fill him right now. It was like a lightning bolt from heaven came down, hit me in my gut, exploded through my body. I collapsed to the floor. I was physically pinned to the floor for 40 minutes. I heard what sounded like a choir of millions singing an indescribable song. 
and sit on that floor, I was supernaturally delivered from five years of drug addiction. Never had a withdrawal, Instantly? instantaneously, no withdrawals, and never again a desire to do drugs. When we come back, you're going to find out about a vision that Steve got from God himself that when you can take control over these two areas supernaturally, not naturally, you will fulfill your destiny. Don't go away. We'll be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. One new man. The convergence of Jews and Gentiles. The two becoming one new man in Yeshua. When Jews and Christians become one new man in Messiah Jesus, we will experience a move of God such as the world has never seen. If you want to experience an explosive outpouring of God's Spirit, God's love, God's power, then log on to www.sidroth.org to learn more about the one new man. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, it's Sid Roth here with Steve Foss. Steve is just teaching at, at a high school Bible study, and he's preparing, and all of a sudden he sees a vision. Now, when I say a vision, it's sort of like you watching the screen on television right now and seeing everything happen before your eyes. And this vision revealed two demon spirits that are influencing all the other negative things that are happening in your life, stopping you from fulfilling your destiny. And if you can get a hold of what he's about ready to speak, it's going to revolutionize your life. Steve, tell me about this vision. I'm intrigued. I was in, in prayer and, and I was going to the school. So I was binding the demon spirits you would expect on the school, uh, drugs and violence and right. all these things. And I felt like I was hitting a brick wall in the spirit when all of a sudden my eyes were open and I saw the campus and I saw these two giant tentacles coming up from either side of the campus and they were wrapped together up top. Attached to them were all these smaller spirits with like legs in these tentacles. And I saw the names of all these spirits, fear and anger and rage. So I thought to myself, aha, I know how to, I see where they are. So I began to pray at them. And when I, I prayed against them, I saw them being hit by the power of my prayers and knocked back. But as soon as I stopped praying, they were able to stand up strong again. And I realized they were getting their strength, their security from these two giant tentacles. And I said, Lord, what are those tentacles? And he said, son, those are the two demon spirits that every other spirit gets its strength from. They're the same two spirits that hit Adam and Eve in the garden. And I said, well, what are they, Lord? I continued to pray for nearly 30 minutes having this vision, going deeper in the spirit, when all of a sudden my eyes went beneath the surface and I saw the names of these two spirits, insecurity and inferiority. You know, I, I think in terms of that being just because of your circumstances in life, uh, you're, you're insecure and, and you have these problems, but there's actually a power be behind that feeling. There's that a fear and everything. It's a spiritual root, it's a strategy of the enemy. You know, in the mm -hmm. Garden of Eden, when in Genesis chapter 3, Satan came up, the serpent came up to deceive Eve, and what he did is he attacked her with these two things. He first said, Basically, God is lying to you. You will not die. What God has told you is not true. Everything Eve 
knew to be true was based on the Word of God. Her security was in the truthfulness of God. When she began to question the truthfulness of God, He released upon her the first of these two spirits, the spirit of insecurity. She now doesn't know what to believe. And then he comes to her and he says, God knows that you'll be like him, knowing good and evil. You'll be like God, knowing good and evil. The lie about that was, in Genesis 1 and 2, God had already said he created man in their own image. God, Eve was already in the image of God, but the serpent said, you're not really who you think you are. And he released upon her inferiority, which is the sense of feeling lower in position or stature. So once she felt insecure and once she felt inferior, she needed something to get a hold of to get a sense of security back and a sense of value back. So he offered her the fruit. And I'm telling you, Sid, it's the same strategy that is binding people up and keeping these uh, strongholds coming back into their lives. Just like we talked about earlier in my life with drugs, I was looking for something. I went to drugs so I could get new friends, so I could feel more valuable about myself and feel more secure. Well, when you teach this, you, you have literally uh, a laboratory, a congregation yes. of which you're the shepherd of. Uh, when you, you make this, number one, you make it require teaching, uh, but do you literally, like when you're praying for these demon spirits to come off, can you, just like in that vision, can you almost sometimes see them get off a person and then see the fruit that, that changed lives? Well, you see the revelation take place, you know, as we teach, you know, in our congregation in Keller, Texas, there's such a, a we take people through this, we bring them this teaching, we impart it into everybody that even visits us, we impart this teaching into them because it's so profound and we get the teaching and they start coming into supernatural experiences because that's where they get the revelation right, of the Messiah. Let, 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 let's, let's take uh, an example, a real life person. Pick a couple that perhaps has a marital difficulty. That, that I'm sure in your congregation. We, we, we had a couple come in in our church and they were literally on the verge of divorce. I mean, home was World War III. It was terrible. And I recognized the battle. He, the husband was struggling so much because he said, everything I do doesn't seem to work. Nothing I do for my wife, she seems to respond to. When I got down to the root, she had such horrific feelings of insecurity in the relationship and she always felt so low in value about herself that she kept grabbing for things, manipulation and anger and rage to push back. See what happened was Sid, she was so filled with fear that the marriage was going to fail that it actually caused the marriage to begin to fail hmm. because of the insecurity and inferiority which gave the fear the strength to work in her life. It's sort of like Job said, the thing that I fear has come upon That's me. exactly right. And once she started getting a hold of this revelation, everything changed in their marriage. They said the marriage has never been better. They're strong members in the church, heavily involved. It's amazing to see the transformation when they got a hold of this revelation. How about some teens in your congregation? Tell me about oh, we, we, you know, You see the teenagers and young people. Uh, they're uh, dealing with such pressure. And, and that is the, that's why, that's why they go into the, all the peer pressure. That's why so many good kids in church end up with a bad crowd. Because at some point they start feeling insecure. They start feeling inferior. So uh, in order to make myself feel more valuable or in order to fit in, uh, I'll, I'll get all the piercings, I'll put the different colors of hair, I'll listen to the music, I'll go to the parties. I, I often wonder why they destroyed the beautiful appearance that yeah. God gave them. They're literally, they look uh, hideous. 
and and they think it's cool. They think it's cool, and that's what's driven. That deception comes on. I'm grabbing a hold of these fruits of the spirit of the world, of conformity to the world, and it's what's leaving our generation so bound up. This is also why Sid said so many young girls are engaged in immorality because they feel I, I need to be loved. So this guy says, I love you, and they're willing to do whatever, even though it's robbing them. And what happened was the moment Eve took of the fruit, she lost the very thing she was trying to get. And the moment we yield to these things, grab for anything other than that revelation of Messiah, when we grab for anything other than that. counterfeit rather than the authentic. That's right. We actually lose what we're trying to get. Eve was not insecure. Was not insecure. God was still who he said he was. And she was not inferior. She was still in the image of God until she ate of the fruit. And that's the trap we keep falling in. And it's why it starts robbing us of our destinies. Yeah, you know what I believe? Because of fear of failure, you're not even attempting what God has for your life. You're not even touching the greatness that God has for your life. We're going to get rid of that fear of failure when we come back. Don't go away. Be right back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Steve Foss reveals the root of all your problems come from two demon spirits unleashed by Satan in the Garden of Eden. Call now and get Steve Foss must read book Satan's Dirty Little Secret and his life-changing three-part audio CD teaching series, Fearless. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9130. In this brand new, expanded, exclusive Sid Roth edition, Satan's Dirty Little Secret, destroying the two demon spirits. We go deep into the spirit, deeper than we've ever gone before, to show you these spirits, how they work in your life, and how to take authority over them and to finally truly walk free. Through this book, you will learn the key to breaking free from the enemy's schemes to bind, oppress, confound, and deceive you. Begin to fulfill God's destiny and purpose for your life. Through his life-changing audio CD teaching series, Fearless, you will receive an impartation of God's supernatural agape love, the key to overcoming the spirit of fear. Now you can stop these two demon spirits from robbing you of your destiny by getting Steve Foss' must-read book, Satan's Dirty Little Secret, and his life-changing three-part audio CD teaching series, Fearless. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9130 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here with Steve Foss. And uh, there are people, you, uh, you, you don't know where your next dollar is going to come from. You've been unemployed for a while. There's a young person watching right now. And, and they think, oh, Hollywood has convinced me if I get married, I'll be happy. I guarantee if you're unhappy before you're married, you're going to be unhappy after you're married. Uh, it's not changing scenery. It's getting rid of the influences in your life in the invisible world that you're not even conscious of. Uh, Steve, tell me about this. I mean, this is an amazing story. This uh, friend of yours, Rico. Yeah, this was a young man who at nine years old was being beat up all the time in the inner cities of L.A. He, so he joined a gang to get a sense of security and value. And then by the time he was nine he was, or 11, he was a marksman in a, uh, uh, with a nine millimeter. 
after, by the time he was 14, he was helping run illegal guns over the border from Mexico. Hmm. Came into one of our meetings when he was about 17 years old, and the power of God hit him. He gave his life to Jesus Christ, cast devils out of him, he manifested completely. He came to me and shared with me all the things he was involved in. I said, you got to get out of this. He said, there's no way out. He said, they're going to kill me if I try to get out. Well, just a couple days later, he was actually summoned to a meeting with the head of the organized crime for San Diego. So here he's sitting down with this man, Charles. You, you don't get out of these. You, you don't, you don't get out. He knew too things. much information. Yeah. And now he's basically getting promoted. And they pulled out a file with his name on it and right there and start saying very impressive. And he said, but I, I'm sorry, but I want out. In other words, they had every crime he ever committed all documented. They could put him away forever if well, they wanted well, to. Absolutely. And they were impressed with him. Well, this young man turned to the head of the organized crime and he said, I want out. Well, this guy, Charles, pulled out a gun, took a 9 millimeter with a silencer on it, pointed right at this young man. This young man, friend of mine, bowed his head. He thought he was dead. Well, at the exact same time, I'm in my car praying. I thought this meeting was supposed to be five hours later. All of a sudden, a spirit of prayer came on me. I don't understand why I'm praying. And out of nowhere, I said, I loose a dozen warring angels. Go now and protect Rico. Well, at the exact time, there's Rico seeing the gun pointed at his, uh, at his head. And all of a sudden, he sees the gun begin to lower. He thinks he's going to get shot in the gut. So he looks up at Charles' eyes and sees nothing but fear on him. Charles' hand started fear shaking. Fear on, uh, uh, on, on this, this crime guy? On this crime boss. His hand started shaking. He drops the gun on the ground, turns at this young man. Now, they're alone in the room and says, you and all those other guys behind you, get out of here. That crime boss saw the dozen warring angels. So this young man took his gun out. Rico put his gun on the table, said, I don't need this anymore, turned around and walked out. That crime boss put the order through all of San Diego. Nobody touches that young man, otherwise they deal with me. The power of the supernatural experience. But Sid, it was the fear. It was the insecurity and inferiority that came into this young man's life. And then fear began to dominate him. And that's what opened the door for all of these other spirits to come in their lives. And, and you know, in the days that we're living in right now, in these hard times that we're living in, uh, fear is a very easy thing to entertain. But you don't have to put up with it. Why is fear so insidious? Well, you know, the, uh, there's a phrase I say that the walls we build through fear to protect ourselves become the very prisons that enslave us. That is such a true statement. We think that fear will protect us. See, fear is completely self-oriented, rooted in insecurity and inferiority. In the times that we're in, the tough times we're in right now, people start feeling insecure. They start feeling inferior in relationships, in finances, uh, in the political realm. And that opens the door for fear to come in and we then start trying to protect ourselves, but those are the very things that keep us from the breakthrough. And God has sent His love to break through the battle and the war, the, the stronghold of fear. So in other words, you're saying supernatural love trumps fear every time. That's right, because the Bible says that perfect love casts out all fear. How is that so? Fear is completely self-oriented. Agape love is completely selfless. Hmm. So the agape love of God overcomes and breaks the power of fear.
The agape love of God is what gives us our sense of value. The agape love of God is what gives our sense of, of security. And it will, it will destroy the thing of fear. And fear keeps more people from even stepping out, from even risking, even trying, even believing God, even witnessing, uh, it, it, from praying for the supernatural. The fear, what if I fail? And what does that deal with? Insecurity and inferiority. What if I pray for this person they don't get healed? How will that make me feel? You know, the set that you're sitting on right now, if I had entertained fear, this set, this studio, this, uh, this mentoring center would have never been. That's right. And, 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 and I would have missed my destiny. How about you? God has such a wonderful destiny for you too. I'm going to ask Steve right now to break the power of the spirit of fear over your life. Get ready. In the name of Jesus, I take authority over the spirits of fear. And Father, I pray for a supernatural release of an encounter with the agape love of God that will shatter every bondage of fear in the name of Jesus and break the roots of insecurity and inferiority. God, open their eyes and give them an encounter right now. Just lift your hands and receive an encounter from God, a revelation experience of the supernatural love of God in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Sid, I had one of these experiences with the supernatural love of God, and it revolutionized my life. I was cowardly. I was fearful. I, I, was, I, I, I never stepped out for anything, and now I've traveled all over the world, and people look at me and say, how, how is it that you're so bold? I'm a little guy, but I've had a revelation encounter with a big God, and the love of Messiah has transformed and set me free. And as Steve was speaking, I literally felt there's someone that's watching us right now, many of you, uh, that have problems of pain in your ankle, maybe even metal in your ankle. Um, I don't know if that doesn't make sense to me, but if you'll start walking right now, you'll walk right into your miracle. Something about an action. As a matter of fact, pain of any kind backs are being healed yes. right now, something in the legs, uh, there's like muscle problems, you're, you're being healed right now. Uh, uh, Steve, we're, we're out of time, but uh, there's a, is God telling you anything there's, real there's, quick? I, I literally see, there's people that believe in God take cripples to get up. You begin to move under the authority of Jesus. I see a woman in a wheelchair right now. Your legs are beginning to move right now in the name and of Jesus. And do it. Don't be a spectator. Start moving and walk into your healing. Steve Foss reveals the root of all your problems come from two demon spirits unleashed by Satan in the Garden of Eden. Call now and get Steve Foss must read book Satan's Dirty Little Secret and his life-changing three-part audio CD teaching series, Fearless. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9130. In this brand new, expanded, exclusive Sid Roth edition, Satan's Dirty Little Secret, destroying the two demon spirits. We go deep into the spirit, deeper than we've ever gone before, to show you these spirits, how they work in your life, and 
and how to take authority over them and to finally truly walk free. Through this book, you will learn the key to breaking free from the enemy's schemes to bind, oppress, confound, and deceive you. Begin to fulfill God's destiny and purpose for your life. Through his life-changing audio CD teaching series, Fearless, you will receive an impartation of God's supernatural agape love, the key to overcoming the spirit of fear. Now you can stop these two demon spirits from robbing you of your destiny by getting Steve Foss must-read book, Satan's Dirty Little Secret, and his life-changing three-part audio CD teaching series, Fearless. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9130 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. You're going to learn how someone who had severe asthma, who was anorexic, suicidal, and after her encounter with the love of God, not only was she healed, but she teaches people how to experience the full manifest presence of the glory of God 24-7.